Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spirit Room Podcast. I'm Melissa White, and I'm here today with Janet Key, who is a soulful money coach, inspirational speaker, author, and a certified yoga teacher. So Janet's mission is to really inspire leaders to align with their inner abundance, healthy self-esteem, and power so that they can step into the dream life they're worthy of living. So such a pleasure. Thank you so much, Janet, for being here. You're welcome, Melissa. Thank you for inviting me to have this in-depth conversation today. Yeah, no, it's such a treat. And I think that it's going to be really powerful for um, so many of uh, our listeners. So definitely looking forward to getting into this and chatting. Uh, We met recently in a workshop that I was providing on past lives. And um, yeah, I'm just so happy to be able to connect with you again, connect with you further. Yeah, me too. Thank you. So first of all, I guess, tell us where you are calling from. I am north of Grand Prairie, uh, Alberta. Beautiful, wonderful. And uh, I would wonder about your story. How did you sort of, how did you begin um, with your spiritual journey, but also how did you begin with your journey of empowering women? Oh my goodness. Well, my spiritual journey began, I'm going to say more on a consciousness level at the age of 25. I was given, I was looking for happiness in my life because I was not happy. I struggled for most of my life. And at the age of 25, someone gave me a key and it was to live your truth was the key to happiness. And I'm like, hmm, live my truth. That sounded pretty easy, but I knew it would be hard. But from that moment, I'm, I started to move forward on my spiritual uh, journey consciously started to yoga came into my life, horses came into my life, books came into my life, healers came into my life. And um, I had a lot of inner childhood uh, wounds that needed healing. And um I had experienced uh, abuse and uh, growing up in addictions and violence and uh, was placed for adoption twice. So that was kind of a little bit of my what needed healing. And so Mm -hmm. that connected me more, you know, all of those tools opened me more up to my own intuition, my own spiritual side of self. And what led me to empower women. Um, Well, I became a yoga teacher in uh, 2007. And on a more of a a consciousness level and on our money relationship, because our money relationship uh, can mirror so much for us, where we give away our power. And financial free after finding happiness and getting healthy relationships in my life, Uh, When I divorced, financial freedom was something that I started to move towards. I'd been a stay-at-home mom for years. When I left that divorce, I didn't take any alimony. I didn't take any support. I left because I wanted, you know, I wanted my own peace, my own freedom, but I also wanted my own financial freedom. And um, I got a career in banking, you know, Consciously, I I met with an advisor, got help, got insurance in place, and later moved into an insurance career. 
I felt really inspired at that time to talk to women about money. Um, I felt like it was an area that women needed a lot of support in and a lot of empowerment. Working in the banking industry and in the life insurance world, a lot of women came to me that struggled in their money relationship, uh, that wanted to have a better relationship, but there was anxieties around money, right? They, they, it was for some women, it was easier to have, say, their partner manage their money rather than them themselves. Right. Um, but it's very empowering, right, to take action and to learn about these things and move through your own anxieties and fears so that you can learn about yourself. So it was during that point where I really was inspired to I, I it was my spirit part of self that wanted to come out and say, hey, I, I want to teach you about your money relationship. Beautiful. Yeah, so empowering. And I can relate because when I I left my marriage and um, divorced a few years ago, same thing. I left and it was very important to me to have, you know, that financial um, freedom and free. I just wanted, I just wanted to be free. And the thing with that is that it can be extremely scary and very overwhelming, I think, to, to, you want to take it on, but at the same point, it's like, where do you even begin? You know, I, I think it's something that a lot of women, I don't think that we're, we're necessarily taught or always, um, shown, you know, so it's, it can be something that it, I think people do, avoid or shy away from. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It isn't something that we learned and it's not something like over the years, you know, um, the male was the predominant one, you know, the predominant breadwinner, uh, let's say. So for a lot of women that were stay-at-home moms or, um, you know, even women stepping out in their own careers, it's like sometimes that money piece of it, right? It's like you're doing what you love, but then there's the money side of it. Mm-hmm, definitely. Right. And what would you say are some of the the most common limiting beliefs that you see uh, most often? Mm, so uh, one of the biggest ones, Melissa, is I am not enough, right? I am not good enough, um, which really can show up in inner money relationship. It'll affect our self-confidence, you know, when we have sales conversations or talking to um, you know, we can talk about what our passions are, but when it comes to asking uh, for money for it in our business, that'll really show up for women. A lot of women are excellent givers, not really good receivers, right? So this is where um, we need to look a little bit deeper. And what is it we need to let go of so that we open those pathways, those channels? And <clears throat> often it is those limiting fears and beliefs, guilt. Guilt is a big one around uh, money for women. They feel guilty for wanting more. They feel guilty for taking time for themselves or time for their business. Uh, guilt plays a big role in limiting belief uh, for women. Uh, the need for approval from someone else. So oftentimes when um, one of the archetypes, and I'll, I'll mention a little bit about that, like the celebrity archetype who may have not have received recognition as a child, we may have a strong inner desire for the approval of someone else, right? Whether it's our partner or, you know, uh, do you approve of me? And if we don't feel that we're being approved of on the outside, we may feel insecure around that when really doing the deeper inner work. It's so important to approve 
of ourselves, what we do. And when we own our value and our worth, it's easier for us to approve of ourselves, um, trust ourselves, right? So that takes a little bit of uh, work to get to that place of trusting our own intuition, our own choices. Uh, so those are some of the big ones. The I am not enough, the guilt, um, the needing the approval of others. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. And I, I see it also in the work that I'm doing with clients as well. You know, and it's one of those things too, where I think especially with particularly intuitive or spiritual women, um, there many of us are coming into this lifetime having had lives, you know, previously where we've been the martyr, we've been a saint we've been all these different you know like very very had these very spiritual um lifetimes where we've sacrificed and so we come into this lifetime and you know it's it's almost like we still carry some kind of uh some of those um energies some of those um vows you know vows of poverty some of us yeah. um all kinds of things that can really affect us and i like to tell people that you know in the in the you know ancient times the oracle or the you know spiritual leaders or people you know that were dependent upon to use their spiritual abilities and their you know psychic abilities and all this stuff we were taking care of the community you know would would shelter you and give you food and you were kind of like revered you were taken care of in this life we're, we're coming in with these abilities and yes, it's a mission and yes, there's um, a lot of work to do, but at the same point, uh, there's, there's nobody that's coming to save us. You know, there's nobody that's actually going to pay for, for our house for us and, and, yeah. and feed us and the rest of it. Like, so I think it's hard sometimes for people, you know, who have a spiritual purpose and spiritual mission, they, they have a hard time accepting that not only is it necessary to, to make, a living. Um, but there's nothing, there's nothing to feel guilty or ashamed of in, in making, in making money, you know, yeah. like that it's, it's okay, you know, and, Absolutely. and sort of, you know, reframing that a bit, I think. Absolutely. And here's the energy of money, right? That was one of the first things that I heard that spoke to me on a soul level. And, you know, energy is everything, right? And everything has a frequency, mm -hmm. but Look at money. Money is nothing without us, right? It's coin, it's paper. But when we look at ourselves, when we look at our own thinking, like what do we think about when it comes to our money? And what are our beliefs, right? What are our emotions? What we think about is how we feel. So our emotions is connected to our energy part of ourselves. And this energy is what goes out into the world and attracts to us, you know, what is our predominant thoughts, and on our enlightened net worth, like who we are, our divine blueprint, we're so worthy, right? We are, you know, if I were to ask you, Melissa, to sell me two of your eyes for a million dollars, would you? No. No. And how about like your heart and your organs and, you know, your gifts and your talents and your passions and your intuitiveness? Like if you were to put a price tag on what you were worth, like, can you, can you think of a number that you would put a value on what you would be worth? No, not at all. Right. So that's like, <laughs> that's our divine blueprint. Like our, our worth, this energy, this power that wants to move through us is, it is infinite, 
but here's our, our body, you know, here, here we are in this physicalness and, but in, on our physical body, our energy, our emotions from past still is within our body, right? Our root chakra, our right to be here, our right to have. If that has been compromised or we've been abused or experienced, um, you know, negative things that might show up in our right to be here, our right to have wealth. Um, our sacral chakra is our feelings, our right to feel, our right to have pleasure. So to have pleasure, to have a prosperous life, like for some of us, we don't feel we're good enough or we're worthy of it. So what needs to be healed on those lower levels and the solar plexus of our self-esteem, you know, our will, are we living our will, which is, are we living our life's purpose? You know, can spirit work through us or does our fears and challenges, does it stop us from our growth? And if we move through it, we come more to the light side of self, right? By facing those shadows, um, facing our challenges and changing change, or shifting from our, our fears and by knowing our enlightened net worth and by staying in that lane of love, right? It's like my highest, I'm in my highest vibrational self when I'm connected to those higher energies of love, joy, intuitiveness, openness, trust over here is the fear. You know, when it comes to money, what, what are our thoughts? Do I have fear um, around money, a fear of rejection, fear of re- approval, fear of success, fear of failure. Do I feel shame? Do I feel guilt? Do I feel blame? Am I criticizing? Am I judging my money habits, right? So we can be trapped in the energy uh, by our own thinking and by our own belief system, which, you know, takes us out of alignment of our enlightened self. Does that, that was kind of a lot. Does, does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. And I, I think that it's one of those things too, where you, you do have to look at it energetically because that's, that's literally what it is. And it's tied to so much more than just like dollars and cents. You know, it's, it's literally, so, it says so much about self-worth and and sort of our right to be abundant in all ways you know so financially but also um you know in our health and in our relationships and our lives and sort of like the richness of life you know yeah. so i think you can't really have um a fully balanced um life if the relationship with any of those things is a little bit off off balance right Absolutely. so and you know to have a healthy relationship what do we need, right? We need openness, uh, communication, we need trust. So when we don't have those things, um, you know, respect and appreciation, then our relationship is a little compromised. And when I looked at my relationship with my husband, who I have a healthy, open, happy relationship with, and I compared it to my money relationship, when I started this work a few years ago, mm-hmm. I was like, man, you know, I judge myself by the value uh, or the balance that was in my bank account. I always felt like that there was never enough. And um, I was always striving for higher financial goals, but never seeing like the value in who I was. And there was a lot of fear behind my striving, right? I, what I was creating from a place of my limitations of the past, right? That I am not enoughness. 
And uh, I felt anxiety with money when it left me. I felt controlling around it. So for me, it was I needed to do some work in my money relationship in order for it to be more open, you know, happier, healthier in Mm -hmm. that money relationship. But it took me freeing up me inside, looking at those deeper, like my money story, right? How is that playing out in my life and, and clearing that? clearing out those limiting beliefs, those negative thoughts by, by the awareness around it first. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's powerful. And also it's, it's true that I think that it really depends on um, if you've lived a long time in survival mode in any way, like not even connected to money, but necessarily, but just lived in that trauma or in that sort of like fight or flight for long enough, I think that it this would be a super challenging area um, because it's almost, it's asking of us to become, um, to, to sort of have that trust and have that faith in something greater than ourselves. And that can be a real, that can be a real challenge, um, you know, if you've come from a place where you've had to be very, um, you know, uh, hypervigilant, you know, so. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it's so yeah. hard to be our, our real selves, Melissa, right? Like to be mm-hmm. authentic and to be soulful and uh, to be spiritual, like, you know, to be our spiritual selves, um, you know, society, society really plays into the, I am not enoughness. Right. Um, so which really takes away from, we are enough, right? We were born enough. We just had experiences that told us otherwise, right? But we can go in and change that story, that money story, press reset by, you know, instilling um, beliefs that's in alignment with the success and the prosperity that we want, changing our thinking, right? Mm -hmm. And actions. Mm -hmm. Well, it sounds to me like what I'm sort of um, picking up from um, talking to you is that I almost feel like for you, it's a blending of um, spiritual, but also very like real world, physical life, um, and also like maybe even some uh, work with the. Um, would you say it's fair to say that manifestation is also a part of a part of what you're kind of, um, you know, uh, emp- empowering others with? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I work with it is so I work with money on a physical level, emotional mm-hmm. level and spiritual level, right? So I work with archetypes and archetypes are um, understanding the language of our own archetypes or understanding the, you know, the symbols, the synchronicities, the, um, the patterns of our lives, you know, the, the patterns that show up where we need to look deeper and say, what is it that I need to learn here? Uh, What is it I need to let go of to embrace more of? And, Um, I work with eight different archetypes and knowing who your archetypes is helps you to know yourself. So when it comes to manifestation, so archetypes play a role in the uh, third eye chakra in our sixth chakra. And this is being got, you know, you're connected to your own inner wisdom. You're connected to your spirit, your intuition. So intuition is, you know, it's source. It's God speaking through us. And did I lose you, Melissa? Oh, no, it's okay. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is our intuition is source speaking through us. So when we receive an intuitive hit, we may say yes, 
and take action, inspired action, and move towards that, what we're being guided to. Or we may have our fears or we may feel challenged and we may run away from it, right? We're not going to go through it. But when we say yes to ourselves and we listen to our own internal guidance, you know, then, you know, here's when the manifestation comes into play is that we can listen to our own internal guidance. Where is spirit guiding us? And we trust it when we say yes. And also when we say no, right? So oftentimes we say yes, when we want to say no, Mm -hmm. that's going against ourselves as well. But listening and trusting to our own, uh, it's been a journey for, for me, for sure, of getting to that place where I trust, I trust. And, you know, we're tested along the way. And we get to that place of trust that more I can manifest what I want in my life by having the patience and settling in to, you know, the heartbeat of the universe when we're more in alignment with ourselves, right? Like our own, where's our own energetic state? Where's our own emotional state? Much Mm -hmm. like our emotions around money teach us how free we really are. Our chakras are the gateway to higher parts of self, higher parts of consciousness. But how open are we to that energy, right? Receiving that energy and then create, you know, being conscious co-creators in our lives. And a part of that is manifesting what it is that we want uh, in in our lives. And, you know, we, we don't get everything that we want, Um However, you know, it's like, what, what, what does spirit want of us? What, what does it want to create through us as well? And what is it that we really, really, really want, right? What's our heart's desires? The desires are from spiritual side of self too, right? Definitely, definitely. And I, I would think too that it's interesting to look at because maybe, maybe I think that boundaries would also have um, a, a big part in this as well. So if somebody, I would say, somebody struggled a bit to have um, boundaries in their life, um, that perhaps even that you could even, you know, have there's some kind of correlation there too with maybe uh, difficulties in the relationship uh, with money. And, Absolutely. And as well. Yeah, boundaries play a very important role. Um, you know, when it comes to having healthy money conversations, it's a challenge for a lot of people. And when it comes to boundaries, you know, we can really give away a lot of our power by not having healthy boundaries, right? Mm. Um, we can give away a lot of our value. We can give away our time and our energy to things that are not in alignment to us. Um, and as individuals, we have, we may be someone with you know, rigid boundaries, for example. So rigid boundaries is someone who, you know, has some walls up. And so for this one, they have these walls up because they have past experiences. And in order to prevent another negative experience, they put a wall up. So when you have a rigid boundary and you have these walls up, it's it's good and it's bad in a sense of you're blocking things that are good for you to come in, right? It's like a you know, it's, it's like I'm not receiving because I have this wall up and, but I'm also not giving because I'm, you know, there might be some fear around giving. So the rigid boundary prevents it. Whereas someone with flexible boundaries is someone who I know what to let in. I know what to let out. And it's very, um, very important to have healthy boundaries, but at the same time, 
it's, it's challenging for a lot of people to implement them. And mm-hmm. that'll show up in our, in our money relationship. For me, when I started as an entrepreneur in business, I had to, you know, declutter a lot of things in my life so that I came more into alignment with how am I using my energy, right? Am I using it in a way that's in alignment with my soul's purpose? And again, we can give away a lot of our, our energy, a lot of our time, a lot of our money to things that um, is not good for us, right? It's like we may have bad or not healthy money boundaries. We may spend our money in areas that are not supporting of ourselves, right? Definitely. So boundaries are important for sure. Definitely, definitely. Um, do you notice that though with a lot of your clients that a lot of them are super, super spiritual people, but they have like almost like money wounds? Like there's there's like tends to be like a lot of um a lot of work to do there for for like spiritual women? Yeah, absolutely. Um so for a lot of spiritual women it's it's easy to give their energy, give their power, give their services to receive an exchange for it um, is a challenge, right? I can't be spiritual and rich uh, would be a big money um, blind spot or they feel like, you know, it's my karma to give this away. Like it's, it's easier to give it away rather than ask for money for it. Mm-hmm. So absolutely it does show up uh, for a lot of women and, you know, here's the spiritual side that's really important, but money is not as important. I don't care about money, but money is an important part of our lives, right? Um, we need, you know, it's it's needing money in our lives. And what is it that you want? What's what's an important part of your journey? And for a prosperous woman, you know, it's aligning, expanding in the areas of mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, financial well-being. So money is money is uh, money does have a purpose in our lives, right? Like, you know, as you mentioned of paying our bills and paying our mortgage and, you know, taking family vacations and denying that part would be denying uh, an important, important part. And when it comes to money wounds as a spiritual individual, absolutely. Um, For myself, you know, that I am not enoughness. That was a deep core belief for me that needed to be healed. And it wasn't until I looked at my money relationship that I was able to really identify that deep core belief. And, you know, even divorcing and not asking for financial resources at that time, like letting that go, you know, that was an in-service to me. Because those were financial resources that I could have used at that time and that would have been a benefit, but I denied that I denied that part that was part of my right uh, for me. And you know you think about what did you here's your wounds, identifying some of your wounds is when you look back and see how was my parents' relationship with money? What did I see? What did I hear? What did I experience? And one of the experiences that I had when I was a young girl was uh, my parents were divorced and my dad sent $5 in an envelope. And I was so excited to receive this money, right? I, I went, I, I was rolling, I was playing down a hill, I was waiting for my mom. She was taking a, some educational classes at the college. And I was rolling down a hill and I lost this money and I was so devastated, right? 
I was so devastated. And I, I don't remember exactly the things that I said, Melissa, but I know how I was when I was growing up. I was really hard on myself with my, my words. And it probably went, you know, uh, something like, you know, I, I probably said some pretty harsh things to myself at that time. And that was a, that was an experience that I had. Whereas at that moment, you know, a part of me was like, oh, you know, you're so stupid. You'll never have money and you don't deserve money. That was a wound that needed to be healed, right? That was an experience that I needed to go in and rewrite that and learn a lesson from that and know that, you know, I I do deserve money, right? So that for sure, um, on a spiritual level, we all have wounds that needed to be healed, whether it's in this lifetime or past lifetimes, um, the energy of it that's still in our bodies that need healing. Definitely. I think it all, it all is so um, powerful as far as like where we've come from, what we've seen, what we've experienced, what we've learned along the way. Um, And then it's beautiful to look at though, this idea that we can change that, you know, we can empower ourselves to have a new, a new relationship with money and finances. And I think taking charge and doing something about it is so that's so healing you know that's so healing for people it is it is and you look at freedom right you know we all want Mm. financial freedom to be who we are to do what we want when we want to do it you know but freedom you know freedom comes when you know, am I honoring myself? Am I living my soul's purpose? And, you know, am I in a, in alignment and uh, creating from that place of abundance, that abundance that is within me? And if I don't feel that, if I don't know my enlightened net worth, then I'm creating from a story of the limitations of the past, that, that scarcity and absolutely you can rewrite it, right? You you can rewrite your story, press reset, you got to identify what those things are that you need to let go of and then identify what are the things that I need to embrace more of, right? So that I can be more in alignment so that I can trust myself, my intuition. Am I going to make mistakes and have failures along the way? Absolutely. But that's how I learn, right? So instead of beating yourself up, you know, in your uh, thought process, that that can also play out in the love-hate relationship with money. So what you think about, how you feel in your relationship with money, um, it might also be connected to other parts of your life or other wounds that you've experienced and it's just showing up for you in your money relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I noticed for myself, um, I can't remember where I, re- I I think I read this somewhere, but they were talking about, um, you know, when you pay your bills, you know, when you pay things like bills, do you notice how you feel? And mm. I was noticing that I was for a long time paying a bill and being like, ugh, like doing it very like begrudgingly. Like it was just almost painful to do it. Like I hated yeah. doing it. And then I I realized that like, what about like actually being grateful that I can pay this, like being grateful that I have the resources to pay the bills I need to pay. Um, and I kind of switched that thinking and switched that feeling. And I do notice a difference, you know, so it is like really like switching the energy um, to gratitude for what you do have. You know, I think yeah. that's, that's huge. Absolutely. And what you're doing is you're empowering yourself 
and your energy, right? Because what you're thinking about in that moment when you're resisting paying your bills, well, where's your energy going, right? Where's your thinking? Where's your feelings going? It's like, oh, here it is over here in this disempowered place, right? With with that emotion that you're connected to. So by changing your thinking, being more grateful, now you're changing your feelings, right? And you're connecting to, you know, a more harmonious feeling that is within you. And it, that's more empowering. You're more in uh, in alignment, more in integrity with yourself. You're the value of who you are, right? Definitely. And it's, it's one of those things too. It's really interesting because I think we don't notice sometimes how how we are energetically, you know, we forget. And I was, I was realizing that like, oh yeah, I know that's why am I procrastinating, like waiting till the very last minute to pay something when I know it's due and I know that I have it. So yeah. what am I doing? You know, so it's like, yeah. <laughs> great awareness, right? Great awareness. And we're so, it's so subtle sometimes, Melissa, right? It's like, you know, here's our thinking and then here's our language you know, I can't, or I, I, I don't know what to do. Like, you know, when we say these things, it, it limits us and we have to catch ourselves. And that's a part of being a conscientious spiritual individual. It's like, I am aware of myself, right? My, my thoughts, my feelings, and uh, the awareness is key to changing it, which is so, so important to know ourselves and to know our emotions Uh, which is what I love about the archetypes in teaching us who we are, right? It's like, I know when, if I'm keeping secrets or I'm lacking trust or generosity, I know when I'm in that place, I'm operating from the shadow side of my, my archetype, my personality, right? My, my smaller part of self, my fear part of self. Um, And when I'm there, how do I move through it? Right? Hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's it's so fascinating to me, and I find that I think too sometimes when we are working with energy and we're, um, you know, a lot of my life is spent in the you know ethereal, you know, so I'm uh, not always uh, grounded, you know, and that's something that for always I'll be you know conscious of and bringing myself back into my physical body, back into the physical world. That's something that I'll always have to manage, you know, to have that balance. And I think what happens is it's kind of lovely and sort of really beautiful and kind of addicting to kind of just live kind of in that very spiritual place, like very yeah. in that, high, you know, that energy where yeah. it's like, like, I don't need money. I don't need anything. Like I'm good. And then you come back to earth though and realize, Oh, wait a minute. Yes, you do. <laughs> you know, So yeah. there does need to be, I think a, a nice balance of the two and kind of bringing the spiritual and the physical world together. And that's what I think sometimes is the missing piece for a lot of our um, people that are listening, um, that they might feel the same, you know, they're either fully immersed in the physical, and then, you know, looking to open up to the the spiritual more, or they're like me, and they're fully immersed in the spiritual and really having to be kind of brought into the physical, yeah. more, you know, so embody some more. So I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's super interesting to look at that. Absolutely. There's the root chakra, right? Being grounded. I'm, I'm fully grounded. I'm supported, right? I have enough. I know enough. I am enough. And, um, 
being grounded in our body and the physical is so important. And when it comes to our money relationship and we want more of it, am I physically managing my money well in the physical, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, If I'm not, then I have to dig a little bit deeper and get better in that if I want more prosperity, abundance in in the physical. And then for the, um, absolutely, a lot of people are not grounded in their body. And, you know, it comes right up to the heart chakra that I am um, the heart chakra of being open to give and receive unconditionally. And that is the bridge, you know, between the lower chakras and the higher chakras. And uh, it to be in alignment, absolutely, it's the physical, uh, you know, the emotional and the spiritual, all those aspects are important. Beautiful. What about, um, I know, so I know that you're an author as well. Um, for you, can you tell us a little bit about what you've, what you've written? Well, my book is in the process. It's just about now I, I've written an ebook for sure. And I always, I'm always writing very creative. Uh, my book is the title came to me not long ago and we'll see. It feels like it's going to be wide open and, it's a journey. I have a ghostwriter helping me. This was my first book that I've written. And I'm, my, my second one is, is in, in creation. Mm-hmm. But this first one is really a journey of, um, you know, finding your truth and finding that freedom. So it's a, you know, it's a story of, of my life of healing uh, from those wounds. And, and ultimately it is the journey to freedom because freedom is, you know, nothing has meaning, the only, only the meaning that you give it. But freedom for me is being connected to my soul, being open to intuition, uh, being in co-creation and, um, you know, being, being in that, being in that state. So freedom for me, that's what freedom means. So this is uh, a journey of that sharing, you know, all the kind of like, oh, ugly stuff. I remember when she shared pieces of the pieces of my book with me. And and in those moments when I'd read it and I'd feel like embarrassed or, oh, my God, like, do I really want to share these parts of myself? Um, A part of me was like, wait a minute, Janet, you've healed from this. And if you've healed from this, it was like this little cleanup, right? Yeah. Uh, coming into this place. I'm like, if you healed from this, you know, it's letting it go, right? You are, you are who you are because of all of these experiences that you went through. And um, would I like to change some things? Yes, I would. <laughs> However, I also know that it's made me who I am. It's got me to this place. And when I arrived in this place of freedom and I felt it, I felt it in my inner world, right? I felt that shift of I'm me, right? It is safe for me to be who I am. I know my enlightenment worth. I know who I am and this spiritual essence that wants to create and move through me. I'm so honored, right? That I arrived here. And uh, so that's what that journey is, is about. And I'm excited to share it. I'm excited for it to come out. It's a Mm -hmm. little, it was supposed to be here earlier, uh, but you know, timing, it'll, it'll be here and ready when it's ready. That's it. Well, it's a huge endeavor. And 
I would I would say that you know all of the vulnerability that it takes to express that and to share it that's beautiful and that's empowering for other people because it's the sharing of these experiences and that it connects it connects people and there's a sense of um you know like inspiration from it you know so seeing yeah. um everything you know that you've yeah. gone through and experienced Absolutely. and you know, now sharing it with others. So it's a, it's a powerful, a powerful tool. Definitely. Well, we don't want to share Like it's so hard and it comes back to, you know, being ourselves and sharing experiences and being vulnerable. And it's not like we got to share everything about ourselves, but it's those, you know, shadow parts of self when we want to be, when we want to keep ourselves in secret, when we stay trapped in that part of ourselves, when like set ourselves free, right. It's like, you know, move through it, see the lesson and forgive, heal, right? Instead of staying trapped. Definitely. No, there's something really beautiful about that. Um, What about um, other, like anyone that you are inspired by as far as like um, women that are doing this work or, you know, uh, books about uh, relationship with money and, and that kind of thing, like anything that comes to mind? Mm, well, you know, someone who really inspired me was my coach, Rosalind Fung. Uh, mm-hmm. We just finished up a six month coaching program together. And she's a, uh, she works with spiritual entrepreneurs and really stepping into your light. Oh, gosh, she sure inspired me. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to who am I want, like what I love reading about mystics right um mm. carolyn miss i've read several of her books I, I i really resonate with her uh yeah. she teaches about uh, saint Teresa. i love reading about that yeah. um i am what do i have uh um that i'm reading right now something about the desires but it's more on a mystical level uh and it comes from a catholic background which i don't i don't come from any religious background uh but i love reading about that and I'm, I'm a big reader, a big learner. I love to learn and grow. And, you know, every second, uh, every second Friday I go for my own, uh, healing with a, uh, Shelly Hoffa. She's, she's here in Grand Prairie area. She does the crystal bowls and Reiki, uh, yeah. every second Friday I go for that for my little, uh, tune up. Mm-hmm. And, but I practice what I preach Melissa like I I do meditation and I journal and uh implementing those things really really uh opened me up more and more to my own you know my own consciousness and my spiritual self so I I love I love to read and grow and so that's a couple couple that comes to my mind that inspires me Wonderful. No, I love it. I'm always curious um, because I'm the same way, you know. So I, I just, um, I'm always fascinated by what, what people, how people learn and what they, you know, what they're into and what they're interested yeah. in. But, um, tell us a little bit about, um, you know, what, uh, what kind of uh, services that you provide and how people can find you. Yeah. Um, well, I work with women on a one-on-one basis, and it's more soul-led women who want to expand their consciousness, 
their prosperity consciousness, I should say. Uh, they want to come in alignment with their divine blueprint. So it's like you're not quite there and you want to get there or you're there and you want to expand more. Mm -hmm. um, and I work with archetypes. I also work with, you know, metaphysical healing, right? I bring in the yoga, the, uh, the chakra clearing in our sessions together. And we really, you know, we're, we're going on a journey and how can I support you in um, identifying your money leaks, what your, what your glass money ceiling is, right? What are those barriers so that you can break free? And as you do that work, you, you know, you're healing and you're coming more into a healthier, open relationship, more abundant relationship with money because you're embodying it, right? It's one thing for us to know it in our heads, right? Yeah. Then to bring it to, it's, it's in my inner world. It's in my subconscious. And of course, that's a part of our creation, right? What, what we believe. It's like people say, I'll believe it when I see it. But uh, what's the reverse saying of that is um, you need to believe it to see it, right? Totally. Totally. Um, so that's the work that I do is, is going in on that deeper level and them supporting them in their business, in their journey of life, uh, in their relationship with money. I also offer group trainings as well. So, you know, if there's a team that wants to work on their prosperity, uh, money consciousness, I have uh, programs to work with them in that. My website is janetkey.com. So super easy, J-A-N-E-T-K-E-Y. And there's the free money archetypal assessment, money quiz that you can take there. Uh, and it's really to change how you think and feel about money. So it's so insightful and fun to do. Oh, beautiful. No, I definitely am going to check that out. Um, and I encourage I encourage you guys uh, listening, definitely um, look into it because I, I think there's so many parallels. There's so many parallels to a, the spiritual journey itself. And then um, also this this journey that you're talking about, which I think is really about coming into your own, you know, coming and empowering yourself, really. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. So um, I'm just, yeah, I'm just so grateful. Thank you very much for coming and for sharing all of this information with us. And it's, it's certainly been a real pleasure. Mm, you're welcome. And you know what? Thank you for inviting me. It's my honor to share. Um, I feel like, you know, all of the pieces or many of the pieces of my life puzzle come together. And I was always searching for something and I found that, right? So I'm excited to share uh, for women who are searching for more and um, they want to connect to that part of themselves. So thank you. I'm honored to have this conversation with you today, Melissa. Oh, absolutely beautiful. Well, um, I will, I will leave, uh, leave us there, but, um, thanks everyone for listening and for being here, being a part of this, uh, this journey. And you can always look to Facebook. The, um, Facebook group is called the spirit room podcast, and you can send a request and I'll approve you if you'd like to come and share and join in on the experience there. And as always, if you are liking what you're hearing, you're enjoying it, feel free to rate it or leave a little review. That's always appreciated, always helpful. And you can always find um, more information on what I'm doing at melissawhitemedium.com. And wishing you guys a beautiful rest of your day. Take care. <laughs>